So, Ryan. Yeah. You know about the human brain. Um, I mean, yeah, I know that it looks it's a like loaded a loaded question. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a like a wad of chewed gum. That's <laughs> accurate. Yes. Um, there is there's parts of our brain. Well, like it's it's split into two and people who are like left brained and right brained. That's like a way to describe mm-hmm. a personality or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of it. <laughs> <laughs> I like to talk about the human brain a lot. Um, and that covers that covers a lot of it, but mainly the outside of the brain. Oh, are we done? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I bring up the brain because uh, have you ever seen the the human nervous system? just on its own mapped out onto like a cross section of the human body i have well okay we went to body world yes is that what you're talking about highly recommend that by the way yeah so in body world they have the nervous system like on its own yeah right is such that what a you're trip about? by the way to yeah. see it it's freaky it's kind of amazing how they were able to remove that from an actual human body yeah and it's just like a lot of tweezers. A lot of <laughs> yeah. It's like operation, but it's all good. He did. <laughs> no, no, the, operator, the operation guy. He's dead. Well, he's uh, probably no. dead because he's got like a frog in there. And <laughs> all kinds of weird things. All kinds of weird things. Yeah, he's for sure dead. A boot. <laughs> right. Hamburger. What a weird game. It is a very weird game. So uh, I bring up the the human nervous yeah. system and the brain because the structures of the nervous system and um, the neurons in the human brain look a lot like tree roots oh, and also yeah, okay. lightning. Some have described uh-huh. where it's kind of fingering branches off of one another. Yeah, uh, and you see that pattern in nature all over the place. But scientists um, have been particularly interested in the similarities between the human brain and more zoomed in dendrites in the human brain, which are the little offshoots of the neurons in our brain that send signals to one another and make the electric meat jelly electric. Yeah. And give us the... (laughs) That makes us us, you know? Uh Uh-huh. If the video... People can see my face on the video. Maybe we'll make a video clip of this. I'm uh, puzzled (laughs) because you told me what the topic was. Uh And I was like, cool. Don't know anything about that. Yep. Sounds great. Um, What you're talking about now is not at all what I expected. Let me bring it together for you. You've seen the film Avatar. Oh, yeah. I love Avatar. Yep. You've seen the second film, Avatar (laughs) The Way of Water. It is a movie, and I have seen it. <laughs> what the hell, James? <laughs> um, get it together, Jim. Get it together, because frankly... Okay, we won't go there. In Avatar, do you uh, remember how their planet was connected by a semi-religious entity they Awa. referred to? Awa. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. I see you. <laughs> yeah. And they had those little... <laughs> At the ends of their tails. <laughs> yep, didn't like that. <laughs> and the the thing that they could do that the humans could not do, w- except for Jake Sully, was connect 
there to the other of the rest of the critters. <laughs> you know, this, people listen to this. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, and they pay good money for it, too, on TikTok for people to make those sounds. <laughs> we'll start a Patreon. You can request certain sounds for Alexis to make. But you remember that, right? Yeah. How they go. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. I won't do it again. <laughs> uh, what What was the benefit of them being able to do that? Oh, they just, they like plugged in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They could communicate with one another. Yeah. Uh, Ewa was like sharing resources with the planet, keeping everything alive. Yeah. It's like charging your phone. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because when you charge your phone, your phone gets the energy that it needs to right. look at those TikToks with the <laughs> videos. Yeah. What if I told you that was kind of real? Bullshit. You don't even know. Ba-dam, 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 ba-dam. Oh, you don't even know. Sorry, I shouted that one. That's fine. <laughs> I got really excited. That's okay. Fix when it in I... the edit. <laughs> Fix it in post. Yeah. Turn the scream to a dream. <laughs> uh, when I first learned about this, I got so excited because I too love the film Avatar. And that part of the film was always like, what a like a weird way to get people on board with climate change activism oh, yeah. <laughs> you know but like it was emotional and we all remember what zoe saldana's ai mapped digital face looked like when the home tree was burning yeah yeah she screams a lot in the second one. Oh, so much they were like that we got good feedback on that uh, scream. Yeah, uh-huh. it was <laughs> powerful need 40 percent more of that yeah round two. the uh the prequel to avatar do you remember that fern gully <laughs> less screaming in had that me one. in the first half <laughs> like fully keyed in uh, what okay so the the topic uh is the forest floor yeah right specifically That's- what is um what is in the subfloor of the forest floor when we think of a forest uh maybe we'll think of a collection of one species of tree, like a like a redwood forest. I don't remember this land made for you and me. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I didn't for a second. Yeah, but now we're there. I do know. If you know it, kids. <laughs> Everybody sing along. This land is... And so you might think of a, a bunch of different trees living together. And I think of... Central California, I think of like the oak savanna and oaks living out there with with pines and sycamores and maples and all these trees living together. But knowing what you know about forests, wouldn't you think that plants are kind of competitive with one another? Like they're fighting for sun and they're fighting for the nutrients and the water and all that stuff? Yeah. Well, I first, like when I was a kid, we learned about sunflowers and how they would turn towards the sun. Mm-hmm. But I always, I thought that was unique to sunflowers. But I guess, I mean, it's not hard to imagine that the other plant life would behave 
similarly? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, trees in general are responsible for the majority of carbon capture. Yeah. And uh, how they process is they'll absorb CO2 through the atmospheres and sunlight through photosynthesis. And then they turn all that good, good into carbon in their bodies. They turn it into carbon, removing mm-hmm. the oxygen stuff, sending the oxygen back out, mm-hmm. keeping the carbon in their bodies. And they turn the carbon into sugars, which they then eat. <laughs> uh, but did you know that if they only had those that one skill to <laughs> sugar they uh-huh. wouldn't be what they are now the big old tall rigid hulking things that we think of as a tree distinguishing oh. a tree from a bush for example oh okay and the way they got that way um was by accessing all the nutrients <laughs> that are present in the soil through a network of fungi. Ew. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'll tell you first how scientists discovered it, and then I'll explain it to you. Okay. Okay. I have a question already. Shoot. Is this every forest floor? Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. So like jungle forest mm-hmm. and what's the other kind of forest um like, uh like temperate forests yeah. deciduous forests sure arboreal forests okay forests of the tundra my favorite <laughs> um they're all similar in similar that. in the sense that um beneath the the soil and the leafage and yeah. all them critters crawling within there is a network of fungi connected by something called mycelium, which Uh is a feathery-like, almost hair-like system of strands that- Like the avatar ponytails. Mm -hmm. Now he's getting it. (laughs) Everybody. (laughs) That legit, 100%, no cap, covers miles and miles and miles between trees in almost every forest everywhere Whoa. on earth. That's awesome. Yeah. And freaky. Uh, wait till you hear more. Okay. Okay. I'm going to tell you how they found this out. So scientists noticed. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to tell you how I found this out. Somebody fucked a tree. So somebody fucked a tree. <laughs> okay. Wait, kind of. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right. Get ready. Okay. So um, so they noticed that, uh, especially with, with deforestation, very relevant being in Oregon, yeah. um, logging is huge here. Mm-hmm. And uh, with there being demand for certain kinds of trees, it means that we've repopulated whole ecosystems with species because they are species of yeah. plants uh-huh. um, that maybe wouldn't have had as big of a representation in that area or that much of a share of the species biodiversity in an area. Mm-hmm. And we'll cut down trees that aren't profitable. Scientists were noticing that when one tree was damaged, a totally different species of tree in the same forest region might have signs of being affected by damage as well. This is kind of confusing, right? Because you'd think if there was a birch tree and a fir tree that were chilling next to each other and somebody was cutting down the birch trees because they wanted that fir tree good, good for their dining tables, et cetera. Uh 
that the fir tree would be like, hell yeah, more for me, yeah, more sunlight, more nutrients in the soil. But no, they noticed that the fir trees were actually starting to die as well. Oh, because he was like, oh no, my friend. My buddy. Yeah. yeah. Really? <sighs> yeah. Whoa. And here's how they, they figured it out. So um, I, this is genius to me. They sealed up birch trees, plastic oh. bags. Oh, I was going to joke, a plastic bag. Were <laughs> <But> <laughs> you really? They, uh-huh. Yes. I was thinking I was being cheeky. Like. No. No, you're a scientist. <laughs> Congratulations, Ryan. You're a scientist. Yay. And that's uh, that's on millennial participation. Participation trophies. <laughs> I got participation trophy for my grammar. <laughs> um, plastic bags. Sealed them up so that they were still able to photosynthesize, but all of the CO2 that they would draw in, or the majority of it, would be whatever was contained in this plastic bag. And in the plastic bag, they injected CO2 that had a radioactive isotope in it. Not so radioactive that it would like kill the tree, but enough that it would be detectable by our technology that can detect radiation at certain levels. Oh, like what they do to people. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is um, sometimes called carbon dating. It's being yeah. able to isolate the specific isotopes that were only around in a certain time. And so uh, like... Um, uh, the the atom bombs yeah. were are used for that benchmark because at no other point was our f- world flooded with radioactive anyway so <laughs> <laughs> wait maybe so I said like they do with people maybe I'm not thinking of the right thing what were you thinking of well don't they when they're somebody is sick with something don't they put like a not radioactive but some sort of uh like material or inject them with something that goes throughout their blood system to see where stoppages are oh this sounds familiar yeah or maybe i'm making it up i feel like maybe it was that other james cameron movie (laughs) (laughs) titanic (laughs) terminator 2 (laughs) what a savant yeah the t-1000 they just they get the guy they get the t-1000 guy they make him goopy he goes in the baddie. He's like, Goopy. yep, this part's blocked. This part's blocked. <laughs> <laughs> Got the gazelle of you. Anyway. Anyway, so they'll, they injected into the bags this isotope in that uh, the trees would have to absorb through their natural processes. Um, confirmed that that isotope had been absorbed into the tree by identifying the now carbon, it was CO2, but now carbon that has that radio, radioactive isotope still attached to it. This is the crazy part. Within hours, that same isotope was then detected in nearby fir trees. Hours. Hours. What? Yeah. Meanwhile, on the other side of the forest, where those fir trees were, they shaded the fir trees so they could no longer photosynthesize, thus not allowing them to get the sugars processed into their body that they needed to survive. Yeah. So they're like, I'm hungry. And the birch <laughs> tree's like, I have stuff. And it shared its stuff. Whoa. With the fir tree within hours of That's the fir crazy. tree going, I'm hungry. That's so fast. Yeah. I was so thinking fast. like weeks or months or, or months something. or something. No, hours. And the way that it got there was through the network of mycelium. And so 
were they able to track that? Yeah. So by understanding the process of of how those uh, isotopes travel, they were able to identify that one tree on average would be connected to about 47 other trees by tracking the specific isotopes yeah. from one tree to the next. Yeah, and so they there is technology or tests that they can do to track the path from that yeah. source tree to the other 47. Mm-hmm, by way of the mycelium. So the mycelium, um, the threads that, that they extend from their little fungal bodies, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're more like tubes. That's what they used to say about me in high school. Fungal body. <laughs> I was like, you're like a tube. <laughs> Sup, tube? Actually, that's a very hurtful. <laughs> oh, it was all hurtful. Oh. <laughs> you imagine being called fungal body by your teacher? It's weird. Get out of your fungal body. Yeah. You're like, that's so specific. I know. I was just trying to play basketball. No. <laughs> you know, it takes a while for kids to identify that they have body odor too. So. <laughs> um the bigger and older a tree is the more connected it is awa style Mm -hmm. younger trees just kind of getting their way in the world learning those communication techniques also just people style Uh uh-huh you know (laughs) yeah yeah everybody has that uncle or someone that just like knows everybody (laughs) (laughs) it's more connected you're like "Why, why do you know him yeah your dad's that guy yes Yes, he is. Yeah, shout out to Papa Kid. He's got all kinds of fungal bodies. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Um, Why why do you think they do that? Like, what's the point? Oh, for discounts on like rental cars. (laughs) You know, like that stuff. I, I meant the, like a free the fungus, the bread. fungus in the trees. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, same. <laughs> you know, like yes. everybody's looking out for each other, yes. and so they're a community of living things and living symbiotically. Wanna, yeah, they all mm-hmm. want to survive. That's exactly right. Unlike the rest yeah. of us. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. This episode's making me feel pretty good. Last one, last two, I was like, I don't know any of this. <laughs> <laughs> this actually seemed like a really hard topic, so I was for sure not going to know any of it. But I thank you, Jim Cameron. <laughs> I feel like I Life owe way. this to him. Yeah. <laughs> you are Jake Sully in this situation, <laughs> and I'm teaching tight. you. <laughs> That's tight. <laughs> the way of the Na'avi. <laughs> um uh you're exactly right though the tree has something that the fungus needs carbon aka mm-hmm. sugars so that it can grow its fungal bodies and the fungus is able to collect things that the tree needs like those crazy minerals so that it can get all big and strong like nitrogen and phosphorus and calcium and copper and all the things our bodies need to also be big and strong uh, for example, nitrogen is used in DNA to uh, create um, like the the structures needed to make a tree rigid and make it strong, but it can't collect all that it needs on its own from uh, its roots because the roots can only collect minerals from its very tippy tips, and that's not enough for a redwood to become a redwood. Mm-hmm. Uh, fungus, on the other hand, 
um, gets the minerals in the craziest fucking ways you don't even know. <laughs> Should I play the song again right here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you know that fungus can hunt? No. They fish? No. And they strangle. This is terrifying. Yeah. Well, this is the part where the last it's like... one. I was already scared at hunt. <laughs> and then you said strangle specifically? Yeah. I'm never going yeah. to the forest again. Um, there, there are some insects living in the soil. They're called springtails. They're one of the most common critters on the planet. And they they look kind of like what you'd imagine. They like go boing, boing, boing under a microscope. They kind of uh-huh. spring around. Oh, they're tiny, tiny? Uh-huh, tiny, tiny. Fungi eat them because okay. they're numerous and delicious. Um, they have a way of telling if the springtails are dead or alive to know if they're worthwhile. Like a spider wouldn't want to eat a dead thing because it's all husky. Bon Jovi style? Mm-hmm. They pierce them. After fishing for them, and then they suck the nutrients out of them. Oh my goodness! Uh, they also um, mine rocks, so they they kind of worm their way through the soil with their hair-like structures, the myceliums. This uh, is a whole nother movie. This is not Avatar anymore. Oh my god! Uh, this it is, goes so deep. Yeah, this is something else. Literally, it goes so deep. Ew. <laughs> Some mycelium structures, like they've they've been able to trace it, you know, like how they traced out the human nervous system. Yeah. They've been able to like pull it apart, you know. Uh, some that they've been able to track, just that they've dug up seven miles of mycelium. What? Mm-hmm. Stretching throughout a forest. One single connected little piece. They can actually pull it out. Oh, and- yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, they're, okay, we'll link it in the show notes. But there's, uh, you can see pictures of, you know, like a cross section where they've dug out part of a, a forest hill. Mm-hmm. And you can see how the roots are all connected to one another. Oh, this yeah. Big world wood web, wood wide web. Okay, is that what I feel like I've maybe seen something like that? Is that what it yeah, is? You, ever you can dug actually a hole just as a see kid? it with your eyes. Mm-hmm, like, totally. Not you don't have to see it through a microscope or anything. No, no, no. You can totally see it with your eyes. They they're like eyelash with yeah. white kind of connective strands. Whoa! Throughout the soil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, let me tell I you just how they that mine. Was like nature junk. That is nature <laughs> junk. But like it. It's it's not just junk. <laughs> it never is. That's the thing. I, I you know that's why I get so pumped about this stuff is because Nerd. yeah. Well yeah. Like you die when you stop being curious about things, and uh, the more you learn about stuff, the more you realize nothing is as simple as you thought it was, including mm. the dirt. <laughs> Let me tell you about how it mines, though, because I think this is so fascinating. So if I said somebody's old as dirt, it's a compliment? <laughs> <laughs> I liked how you just paused and thought about it. I really did. My whole face went slack. <laughs> it and did. I was like, There's our video you? clip. hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Um so they worm their way through the soil. They find the rocks that they want because they can fucking identify them. Then they secrete particular acids from their fungal bodies that would dissolve Whoa. the rocks. And then they <laughs> suck them out. Wow. And then they deliver those nutrients and minerals to the trees in exchange for the carbon. And this is where it gets 
fucking crazy. The forest is able to communicate with each other. And they they've found it out like a little bit through that fir birch thing, right? Where it was like the fir needed the sugars. Yeah. And the birch gave it sugars, but it's not even as simple as that. It gets so deep. <laughs> Some trees might need more nutrients or different nutrients than others. And the mycelium is able to provide different kinds of minerals and nutrients to different trees, depending on its needs, where it is in the network. Whoa. So for example, that fir tree might need more magnesium or more copper. Yeah. That mycelium network will send that to that tree, whereas it'll send the birch maybe more calcium, more nitrogen. And as needed. Yeah. Not wow. just like, like, oh, this species will always get this amount from this. Uh-huh. Equal exchange. Nope. Yeah. It's a living, connected system, a network of tiny little tubular highways sending information and chemicals and defensive systems. Strangling. Strangling. Dissolving. <laughs> hunting, fishing, strangling. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sounds like a killer weekend. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> um, uh, like if a, a forest is being deforested, mm-hmm. as the Fern Gully style, as that part of the forest is being destroyed, it will send alert systems to the nearby trees like stress hormones, basically. Oh, wow. And this is where it gets really sad. Okay. And where I I truly can't look at a forest the same way after knowing this. Wait, do I want to know this? Yes. (laughs) Yes, because you don't even know. (laughs) When a tree knows it's dying, Uh it sends what's left of its carbon reserves to its neighbor trees. Whoa. Yeah. That's yeah. wild. Shares whatever it has left. Because it's like, I, I'm not going to use this anymore. Take uh-huh. it. And it sends it back out through the mycelium network again. Holy shit. If uh, part of the forest is being affected by um, like a pest, like, uh-huh. a, like a mite or something like that, um, some networks of trees will then create chemicals to kill the bugs. Whoa. By taking resources from some trees and then sending them to other ones. Yeah. And then they'll go. <laughs> and the bugs will go. <laughs> like that. Um, That blew my fucking mind. Yeah. That is crazy. The, the mm-hmm. part about the, the dying tree is very wild to me. It's the intelligence of the forest. So, okay. Let me. Let me see if I. If I understand what I've learned so far. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. James Cameron no longer has any original ideas? (laughs) None? None. Wow. None. Fucking guy. (laughs) Now, let it be known. Avatar (laughs) is my father's favorite film. I love Avatar. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But everything you're saying is familiar. Yeah. And I didn't know that I knew this stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. That's, I, 
that's pretty cool. Like that's, I guess anytime I learn about nature in these kinds of ways, it is really freaky how sort of sci-fi everything actually is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I very much feel like there's a reason why in the before times, civilizations and cultures had to come up with all these crazy stories to explain the yeah. weirdness of the world because uh-huh. it's so complicated yeah. and so much more magical in a tangible sense mm-hmm. than we can even comprehend. And that's the beauty of science to me. People who are like anti-science <laughs> or <laughs> resistant to knowledge right. <laughs> will be like, well, you know, like then explain this. And I'm like, well, that's what's so fucking cool about it is, is that's what we're trying to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's once you've decided, yep, that's just, that's why Sky Daddy made it so. <laughs> <laughs> like that's when you're not a scientist anymore. Yeah, totally. You have to keep asking why. Mm. And- there, there is an answer. We just don't necessarily always or already have the right tools to identify it. Yeah. So, like, that could be, I'm thinking about how wild that would have been without those tools and processes. Mm-hmm. You are living in nature and you see these behaviors in things that you don't think are alive. Yeah. Uh, that would be weird. And mm-hmm. you would have to tell yourself a story to make it not weird yeah so that you can get on with your day and think about how you're gonna feed your family or whatever Uh uh-huh uh so that totally makes sense that those kinds of stories would be created or rationalizations would would Mm -hmm. be created Mm -hmm. yeah we want to know yeah right like we're curious by nature we're inquisitive that's how we got this far that and thumbs we explored (laughs) that in episode zero Curiosity and thumbs. Yeah. But uh, if that tool isn't there to use, stab, stab, smash, smash, uh-huh. if you don't have the right tool, we're going to come up with a reason why it makes sense. Yeah. And it's not always going to be right. Yeah. And we can reform those those answers too over time. Uh, but you can't unsmash something once you've smashed it, right? Oh, you, you bet you can. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see. <laughs> You'll all see. That didn't mean anything. I was just <laughs> words came out. <laughs> uh, what's what's what I'm I'm getting now with that is that unfortunately, climate change and human uh, caused unnatural selection. Yeah, has led to not only the degradation of the mycelial network all over the world, but it's also changed the makeup of the forests to the point where mycelial networks are now having to, I'm gonna use the phrase make decisions uh-huh. because it it is very similar to a neural network that's making choices, right? Um, Easy there, Sigourney. <laughs> <laughs> um. To give nutrients to species of trees that are more adaptive than others. Oh, so it's making decisions on what 
has a better chance of living for the good of the forest yeah Mm -hmm. so uh scientists have noticed that some species and some forests are thriving despite same conditions yeah um worsening conditions due to climate change but uh you know equal across an area um and looking at that carbon information we can see that uh trees that have been able to change um, their leaf shape over time. Oh, that's what's so crazy to me. Like a plant can change where the nutrients go to the point where it's changing the shape of its leaves to try to make a better equation for how much energy it's putting into the leaf uh-huh. and how much it's getting from the sun. Yeah. And it can't get too much or it'll burn. Right. But it can't make so much that it'll use up more reserves than it has. So trees that are able to kind of like adapt on the fly like that in terms of like the long term of evolution and stuff the long fly the long fly mm-hmm. the 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 long haul flight if you will <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> of dynamic change um th- they're getting the nutrients it's sort of like you know like if you you had a job that promoted based on merit imagine well, stay on. with me now wait <laughs> i'm going to need a minute <laughs> Uh, nope. Uh, well, you know, it, uh, if you can imagine like a sci-fi world okay. <laughs> where that took place. The only one I can picture is uh, the Matt Damon film Elysium. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't like that. No. <laughs> but that those individuals that performed and were like nimble and smart, they would be given all them promotions. Mm. Yeah. And eventually you'll create a super dream team of sycamores, <laughs> nokes and things. Mm-hmm. Um so, oh, I had a question about what how do you say the word again? My mycelium? Mycelium. Mhm. So well, nope. I don't remember the question. Never mind. Forests have uh different cocktails of fungus and bacteria that make up their their fungal network so like a forest in the amazon is going to have different kinds of fungus and bacteria that make up their network versus the ones in up here in the pacific northwest so mycelium is a combination of fungus and bacteria mycelium is the term for those white hair-like structures that are coming off of the fungal bodies and bacterial bodies okay that are then connecting the roots to the fungal bodies um Oh, I didn't tell you how they talk to the trees. So they. Oh, I remember that question, by the way. Oh, yeah, go for it. Uh, Is this a situation where the the tree and plant life are. Well, now that I'm thinking about my question, I feel like you answered it already, but Mm. I'm going to ask it anyway. The the trees and plant life are more dependent on the mycelium then? Because you said earlier that they, they make decisions on which trees have a better chance of survival. Yeah. So some um, scientists are theorizing that it that it is the fungi who's deciding who gets what. That's Awa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Fungawa. <laughs> because it takes so long for these networks to become established uh-huh. in these areas that are becoming uh, deforested or used for logging. Um, the trees aren't thriving the way that they would have before uh-huh. because we've ripped Awa out. Okay. 
And even if you put a tree in an urban area, it's not going to thrive the way that it would in a forest. Because it's all by its lonesome. It's all by itself. Yeah. Well, I mean, we got to get that unobtainium. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what, that's what that's called. <laughs> See this little guy right here? Yeah. Now I'm uh, Ribisi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sigourney. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> you animals. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so uh, to answer your question, uh, the trees can give between 20 to 80% of their sugar to the fungus, which okay. is a huge range. Yeah. Um, which has led scientists to believe that it that it is the fungus that's calling the shots there. That they're saying, I, I think you have more to give this week, uh-huh. Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to give a bigger cut to the boss. <laughs> I don't know what the hell. Is that G-E-O? Yeah, Jeffrey. Yeah, Geoffrey. Uh-huh. Geoffrey. Yeah. Uh, in my mind, it was like a... Like a Dust Bowl era. Right. I heard it. <laughs> Tenant Farmer. Yeah. I think the audience will hear he it. He took a little too much from the moneylenders <laughs> and uh, now he's got to pay up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, um, how the trees talk to yeah. the, the, the fungus or the fungus talk to the trees. So the fungus um, emits chemicals from its fungal bodies uh, through the mycelium and they kind of... Mm, touch it mm, like a little gentle caress onto the roots and they um the chemicals that they send are specifically to soften the roots so that the mycelium can mm, get all up in there <laughs> should i put some like funky music under this uh-huh. yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's just so we can communicate better, baby. Yeah. <laughs> just soften up and open up for me. And that's what they do. But what a fucking crazy thing, right? Yeah. Like of all the things that it could be doing, it's specifically in that part of the process telling the tree, hey, soften up. Let me get up in there. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's so crazy. cool. Uh, some areas that are like very nutrient devoid in the soil like they don't have a lot of minerals in the soil like rocks and shit uh-huh. but maybe there's a river nearby um that has a lot of fish in it maybe fish that die the fungus maybe will feed more on that is that what you mean by fishing yeah whoa and it will eat the decaying carcasses of the fish and there are some forests where 75% of the nitrogen in the trees comes from fish. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's really fucking cool. Yeah. Really cool. Um, All that's to say, fungus is among us. <laughs> Damn it, I felt like that was coming and it still got me. <laughs> Shit, that was good. Well done. Thank you. Uh, th- th- that's pretty much it, yeah. Oh, wow, that was very cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm kind of, kind of blown away. That's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. I, I had no idea about any of that. It's everywhere is the, the amazing thing. The next time you take a walk... Um, just look at the different trees around you. Mm-hmm. 
the different ones, like not the groups of them together, but the different ones, and they're talking. They're yeah. making deals. They're all like uh, talking shit about my clothes and fashion choices. Uh-huh. Like, like yeah, look, look, at this, look, like look at this guy. <laughs> the fuck is he doing? <laughs> Hey, 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 get a better jacket. Hey, get a better jacket. Do you see Douglas fur over there? (laughs) (laughs) I like them, like, I like to think about them, like, whispering to each other about the hikers that pass by. (laughs) This guy? She has no business in those pants. (laughs) She has no business in those pants. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) They're very shady. Mm -hmm. Hey, They're all catty. Because it's a tree. It's a shady. Oh. All right. Well, I think we should make like a tree and get out of here. (laughs) Indeed. (laughs) Uh, And now you know. Cool. Thanks, kid. Yeah. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye.